to another episode of the Growing Faith Podcast. My name is Rick McClatchy. I'm your host today. And today we're going to be listening into a conversation, what we've been calling small group talks. And it is uh, with members of our Manor House staff, uh, Roisin Welsh from our 217 campus, and also Adam Robinson from our Mill Plain campus, and myself talking all things small groups. And in this conversation, we're going to jump into a, a topic that we've touched before on the podcast, but it bears repeating as it's just so important for us to keep our hearts and minds focused in this direction, being missional as a small group and uh, just reinforcing the fact that much of the burden of having a missional small group really starts with the small group leader. If the small group leader is thinking and acting and teaching in a missional way, then he's going or she is going to produce a small group that is focused on mission. And as Christians, shouldn't that be where our hearts are pointed? We want to be people that are on mission, the mission that Jesus has given us to go into all the world and make disciples of all nations. So with that, Tune on in, and we're going to join in the conversation. I hope you enjoy it, and I'll catch you on the other side. My name is Rick McClatchy. I am the staff pastor at the Rocky Butte campus, and then uh, I have with me some of my great friends. i got Roisin Welsh from our 217 campus. Welcome in, Roisin. How are Hi, you? good to be here. Awesome. And then we have, from our Mill Plain campus, we have the honorable, the illustrious, the uh, the. Yeah, doubly honorable apparently that was the next word that was coming out of my mouth again uh, adam robinson welcome in how are you today wow i got the double portion of honor i appreciate that i'm i'm doing great thank you so glad to be with you today excited so today we are jumping into um, our second rendition of small group talks and our goal here roisin what would you say is our goal with small group talks our goal is to, first of all, help equip you as group leaders to best be able to facilitate and lead your groups um, with a mindset that is not only um, to your small group, but as a bigger, bigger um, uh, perspective. And uh, also to get some conversations going. Maybe there's some questions that have been on your heart for a little while. We hope to answer those. So we want this to be as engaging as possible. So all three of us are here, almost like we're meeting over coffee right now, having these talks and we're inviting you guys in to join us. So if you're joining us now through Facebook, please feel free to put in the chat box any questions or any comments. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah, I wanna say hello to Joe Larson, uh, one of our Rocky Butte small group leaders is already in the house. So welcome in, Joe. Let us know if you have any questions, comments, or you can always at Roisin Welsh with any snide remarks. She likes to feel, <laughs> she likes to feel all of those. And so uh, let's kick it off right away. Um, so guys, we are gonna talk about being missional as, as a small group. And so obviously uh, having a missional small group starts with a missional small group leader, um, setting the tone, leading the way, so, um, Roisin, why don't you first and foremost uh, just lay out for us what, what in the world do we even mean by missional? Like, what is that? 
A missional mindset means that you're not just narrow focused solely on one thing within your group. Having a missional mindset is about having eyes to see beyond your small group and actually seeing the purpose of your small group is actually building the kingdom of God. A missional mindset means going beyond and actually um, uh, expecting God to help grow your group and looking beyond what, um, uh, you know, just, just a small group meeting with people actually thinking, no, how is our small group impacting the world? How is our small group impacting our community around us? That's awesome. So, uh, Adam, what do you think about, uh, when you think about like the average small group leader, uh, what would you say would be, uh, this is going to cut you off guard just so you know, so be ready to be, be ready to be caught off guard. Um, is what do you think is like the biggest obstacle to small groups being missional? Like what's the number one thing that in your opinion that holds people back? Um, I think a lot of the time you, we kind of tend to get inner focus instead of outer focus um, in our groups. And it's easy to do. I mean, obviously we all face so many things in our own personal world, but um, I think being, if we are more intentional, we can actually then begin to actually look outside of ourselves and actually find a lot of things we need by looking out and serving needs around us. So I would say that would probably be one of the bigger issues uh, our small groups face, at least my small groups. <laughs> I, I think that's a common, that's a common thread that happens. I mean, I've talked to people that are like small group pastors at churches all over the state of Oregon and Washington, really across the country. And you see really common themes that happen where, uh, you know, well, gosh, we can't, can't have that small group. You know, they kind of just, they, it's just been the six of them for six years, you know, and they just, they know the Bible really well, but maybe they don't share their faith or they don't talk about anything. And, and so if we're not intentional to bring that missional mindset into our group, then we can tend definitely towards uh, being a little bit too inner focused. Now, I think uh, as we've talked a lot about discipleship, Roisin, you know, we know that growing and putting some attention on your own heart to make sure that you're growing in a relationship with Jesus and then growing, you know, out beyond that uh, is important. But we also know that it has to be uh, healthy aimed growth that doesn't stop with you, right? And so, um, so we've, we've said, what is missional, but um, help me understand how either one of you wants to take this. Why, why missional? Like, what's, what's the why? Grip my heart here for a second. Oh, can I take this one? Go ahead. <laughs> Romans 10, 14 to 15. How can they hear without a preacher and how can they preach? without being sent, you know, and, and uh, Paul, Paul shares this because he acknowledges that as, as Christians, we can't keep the message to ourselves. We need to take it out. And if our small groups are places where people are being discipled, are places where they're studying the word of God, places where, um, you know, we, we're gathering together, praying for one another, what we're learning in those groups should be taken out. It should not just be for that small group and kept to that small group. In fact, those small groups are actually pretty much coal to an engine. If you think about coal to a, a, a train, right? It, it's providing um, it's providing energy, it's providing momentum, and that causes us to then take it beyond that, that small group and taking it to the community around us. So you know, and I, I think about the following from that is, um, you know, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. And, 
and you know Jesus is so glorified when we take the messages that we learn in church that we take, when we take the messages that we learn in our small groups and take it out and share with others so that's just yeah yeah I think um you know maybe maybe I don't know if we're like high quality enough here that people want to take notes <laughs> but I think just really quickly, if you want to build a missional kind of culture in your small group, you have to think three specific things. You have to think about modeling missional. Uh, so as the, as the leader, you're making sure that you're thinking and then acting missional and then and sharing about it, which would be the next thing, which would be missional, um, missional language in your group that you talk about, even you talk about when you are focusing on growing the people in your group. You're growing for a purpose. And, um, and then, so then the next thing, you have uh, modeling it, and then you have um, talking it, you know, link, shared language. And then the third one is to teach it. So, and I think you were just kind of hitting on that. When we ask the why question, we need people's hearts to be stirred. And so it uh, goes back to a podcast episode I did where we talked about what, so what, now what? Like, first you see what the Bible says, and what it meant in its original context. And you go, so what? Like, why does that matter to me? And then you allow the Holy Spirit to bring that kind of to life in your own heart. And then you go, okay, now what? Now that, now that the Holy Spirit has stirred my heart, what do I do with it? How do I go act on that? And so um, we actually made a word, an acronym here um, to kind of talk about some practical steps and, and concepts for small group leaders in thinking missional. So um, you wanna kick us off on that, Adam? Yes, absolutely. So the acronym is um, the word pairs, uh, and it's just, you know, Jesus sent the disciples out in pairs. Um, and so P-A-I-R-S, uh, the first word is prayer. Um, everything we do must be foundational in prayer. Um, uh, and there's so much uh, behind that. Of course, it's, um, you know, revival starts with prayer. Jesus, you know, prayed for 40 days in prayer and fasting before starting his earthly ministry. I mean, there's uh, so much I won't go into, but, um, you know, prayer, prayer for our neighbors, prayer for our, our family that are far from Jesus, prayer for uh, the missionaries around the world. I mean, prayer, whatever we're, uh, wherever we're looking out has to be seated in prayer. Uh, the second is action, you know, uh, you can't just pray. You have to actually then do something. Um, you know, faith without works is dead. And so, uh, you know, after we pray, we have to get up and actually go uh, and allow the Holy Spirit to use us in action. Um, third, intentionality. Uh, you know, you can't have, um, you can't just go without a plan. You know, prayer, uh, hopefully the Holy Spirit's talking to us, giving us a plan. We step out in action in intentionality. Uh, you know, there's a, a Famous phrase, you know, if, if you uh, fail to plan, then you're basically planning to fail. And so uh, being super intentional uh, when it comes to uh, what you're doing. Uh, the fourth is uh, resources, you know, um, actually collecting resources uh, within your group, whether it be your finances or whether it be uh, some skill that you might have, um, you know, to, to adopt a missionary and actually help support a mission on the field or maybe there's a neighbor who's going through some, some crazy situations and needs some help with groceries or needs some help with medical bills, whatever it may be, um, pooling resources as a group. And then the third, or excuse me, the fourth is, ah, I'm way behind, the fifth is sacrifice. Uh, you know, as Americans, we, 
we really enjoy uh, our comfortable American lifestyle. And I'm speaking as myself. I'm, there might be other Americans that enjoy this as well. But, uh, you know, being uh, sacrificial in our living and actually uh, being willing to give up some of our personal preferences and our personal things to be able to uh, be able to live more on mission for, for those around us. So that would be uh, the acronym PAIRS to kind of help us uh, with practical steps on living missional. Great job, Adam. I'm, I muted my microphone, so I was going to try to say <laughs> something really intelligent, uh, but it, it, you couldn't hear it. So, um, so yeah, those are, I mean, I think I made those points, so of course I think they're awesome. But uh, Roisin, uh, when, you, when you hear those words, is there one or two of them that really jump out at you? Like, man, that, that's a good point, and, and here's maybe how you would even dive deeper into that, into that mm -hmm. thought process. Yeah, I, I think um, I think all really speak to me. I'm looking at them here in front of me. I think uh, we can do so much as small groups. And I, I, I know many small groups that sponsor children. I know, uh, for instance, this past week, one of our small groups, um, uh, they had exams and um, like really two like day exams. They had two nine hour exams and the whole small group did a meal train for their family. Um, and then as she was sharing with others, I mean, others outside of her small group were really encouraged and have taken on that initiative with another group. And so it's just, there's so many things that small groups can do. And, you know, within their small group, but then also to take it outside of their small group. I love the idea, Adam, about, um, you know, sponsoring and, and supporting missionaries. I think that's incredible. Um, and I think it, it helps you as a group to keep missionally minded, to, to not stay in a comfortable clique, because I think that's always a danger really. And it's, and it's, while it's amazing that we can have such great strong community in a small group, it's never just meant to be solely for that small group. It's always meant to be um, so that we can take that out. So I, yeah, so that kind of speaks to me, prayer and action, but also the word intentionality. I think uh, without intentionality, we don't, we don't ever kind of act on things. So we need to be intentional and to keep things missional, we need to be intentional. So I love that idea, Adam, about, um, you know, um, just putting it out there to some of our groups, you know, how about you guys look at, at um, our missionaries out there in the field right now and, and coming alongside our missionaries and supporting them. I think that's a great initiative, yeah. And along those lines, I remember actually being in the lobby at church one day and I was at, had the, the privilege of actually talking directly with one of our missionaries. They were home for a couple months uh, getting some furlough rest, you know, and and uh, and they were like, yeah, you, you know, they were obviously signing people up to support them, you know, because it's kind of what you got to do when you're home as a missionary is you got to raise support. And uh, and I was like, hey, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to support you guys, but, you know, I can only do 20 bucks a month, you know, like I just... I don't have a lot of room in my budget and I got other things that I, that I am committed to and all this stuff. And she, she looked at me and she was like, don't ever say all I can give or it's only this thing or it's too little. She's like, you don't understand. Like $20 a month is a humongous blessing to, to us as a, as a team. Like um, she goes, she goes, that's incredibly generous, and we're super thankful if, if everybody that we talked to was willing to commit $20 a month, like, we'd be so well covered, it would be unbelievable. And so I think sometimes 
what disqualifies people in their minds is that they go, oh, I can only do this little bit. And so I'm not going to do it because it's not significant enough. You know, I, I can't give a hundred or $200 a month. Well, you know what, if, if 10 people give 20 bucks a month, that's, that's a lot of money for, for the missionaries, especially in a lot of these other countries where the money goes so far because the, just the way that it converts and all that kind of stuff. And so <clears throat> I think sometimes we, we back off and we, we, we resist being missional because we minimize the value of what we do. I think that would be in the first point of prayer is that we don't step into prayer the way that we are supposed to because we minimize the power and effectiveness of prayer. And we think, gosh, all our group I think could do would be to pray. I mean, the only thing we could do, and if you think about it, it's like the only thing you can do is to bring the missionaries or that nation or that neighbor right before the throne of the God of the universe. I think that's a pretty powerful thing to do. And so we should probably do that more times than not. And so I think sometimes it's just a, a psychological, I mean, it's obviously spiritual too, because the enemy, the enemy would like us to think incorrectly about this topic so that we don't step in and we don't do the things that are going to make a significant difference. And so just a small adjustment in our thinking and in our heart and spirit, I think makes big, big results in the end. Mm, it's so true, Rick. It's so true. I love that. I, I actually am going to endorse that amongst our group leaders at 217. I was a missionary for six years. I relied on on people to financially support me and partner with me. And, and um, that was really an act of faith. But I tell you what, a number of groups came alongside me and that enabled me to stay in ministry for six years while I helped to plant churches and do missions. And that was incredible. So definitely be honest with that. Thanks for sharing that, Rick. Awesome. So just um, just as a recap, we, we talk about pairs, P-A-I-R-S, prayer, action, intentionality, resources, and sacrifice. So uh, man, I, as a small group leader, just walk through those letters and just think through what am I doing in regards to prayer? And maybe you just need to start there and pray about your group being missional. Like what what are we supposed to be doing, Lord? And what what is the seemingly small and insignificant step that I can take today that will make a, a profound kingdom impact? Uh, and, then, and then just begin uh, to move to A and move to the action. And that action might then re-involve prayer as the step. Maybe you, maybe you make five minutes of your small group meeting uh, prayer time for your neighborhood, for your missionary that you've adopted, for a nation that you've adopted, there's so many different ways. And then, and then what that does, I think, is it plants seeds in the hearts of the people in your small group to think more missionally all around. Because let's, you know, um, let's take Ethiopia, for example. Let's say that you just, as a group, you decide, you know what, we're going to adopt the nation of Ethiopia. We're going to pray for them. We're going to, maybe you get a map of Ethiopia and you put it up on the wall and you start doing a little bit of research and you bring a little bit of a little bit of tidbits of information about the country every time you get together and you start what that does it begins to stir people's hearts with love and affection for that nation for those people and then and then you never know what's going to happen you might have somebody decide they want to adopt uh, a kid uh, an orphan from that nation you might get somebody that wants to do you know uh, where you sponsor a child or 
You might get somebody that uh, finds a, a, a missionary that's in that nation or a local church that needs support or a providing Bibles for that nation. Whatever, whatever the case might be, obviously, it could be significantly different from one nation to the next to the next. And all the leader did was plant the seeds of like, hey, we're going to focus heart and attention and prayer on this nation. And then the Holy Spirit just goes and blows on that work and you begin to see crazy things happen in your group um, which actually then can revolutionize i mean you can revolutionize the future of a nation by by the prayers prayed by the the investments made so i think we have to get over i think maybe that's the word for today is getting over that too small mindset to say that what i have is too small what what would have happened if the boy that brought his lunch uh, that ended up feeding the five thousand didn't give it because he thought it was too small that what would what in the world would have happened then obviously god god has his ways right so like we would have probably read a different story but he wouldn't have gotten to become a part of the story and that's where god's doing his work and he invites us to come and be a part of it so don't say that the part you have to play is too insignificant step in with availability and intentionality and go get it Amen. Powerful, Rick. Absolutely. Okay. So yeah, I think that's uh, what, okay, this, we'll just close with this. One final encouraging word, final shot you want to take, Adam, then Roisin, and then I will probably not take my final shot because I think I've already had plenty. So <laughs> go, go ahead, Adam. Awesome. Well, uh, I would just continually push that, that flywheel of nothing is too small. Like, uh, take a step, whatever it may be. If it's, if it's $5, even like start somewhere, like we started super small and we've been able to increase what we've been able to give a little bit, you know, every year. And, um, God continually pours back into us. You know, it's not like we give more, so we have less. It's like we give more and God continues to pour back more. It's, it's just, uh, you know, the principle of the word of God that, is reversed to what the principles of, <laughs> of the world tell us. And so start somewhere, do something, take a step. Awesome. I'd say live missionally. You know, this is, this is um, the call really as Christians that we should be living missionally. And as we take that into our groups as group leaders, how can we help lead and model uh, what it means to live a life on mission? And then how can we, how can we be intentional with it? So within, you know, the idea of supporting a missionary, I really love that, Rick, you know, and into our groups and and just um, having an initiative within our group so it goes beyond the group. I always say before I start my Purple Book groups that, guys, you know, we're doing this group not just for you, but for the next behind you, for the next behind that person. You know, this should always multiply. And so the fruits of our labor should always multiply. So yeah, I love that. And, uh, you know, we've, we've all three of us been reading a book together called Replicate, uh, just about the whole process of discipleship. And, um, and I, one of the, one of the mantras that they, that they say a lot in their ministry is the, the gospel came to you uh, on its way to someone else. And that God had someone else in mind when he was reaching you too. It wasn't just about you, but about who you would reach as well. And, and actually, the gospel came to you through someone else. Someone else had to be missional. Someone else had to share what was going on in their life. And, um, and I think uh, that's such a key thing for us to keep in mind, that the gospel came to us on its way to someone else. Do not be 
do not be the Dead Sea when it comes to, uh, you know, don't just receive something and let it stop there because uh, you end up stinking really bad when you do that. That's so bad anyway. So awesome. Adam, Roisin, again, it's always a privilege to be able to hang out with you guys and have these conversations. Uh, to all of you small group leaders out there, thanks for spending time with us. Um, please uh, drop us some comments if you have ideas of things you'd like us to cover in the future. Our, our really our aim is just to serve you and help equip you, answer questions, uh, make, make leading small groups uh, simpler and more fun, I think, because the more equipped you feel, probably the more fun you have, and we want you to have fun while you're doing the work that God has put in front of you. So God bless you guys, and uh, we will see you next week. See you guys. Bye, guys. All right. Well, there you have it there, folks. That is the wrap of the Small Groups Talks Session 2 that I did with Adam Robinson and Roisin Welsh, uh, staff pastors at the Manor House uh, Mill Plain and 217 campuses. A great, uh, a great couple of people right there. Great hearts. Hopefully uh, you were able to benefit from the material, uh, prayer, action, intentionality, resources, sacrifice uh, great points for us to consider um, as we work towards developing missional small groups so with that i uh, just want to thank you for being a part of the listening audience today you can reach me at growingfaithpodcast at gmail.com if you'd like to uh, submit questions comments or the occasional snide remark of course now also would love if you would like comment share review the podcast uh be a sharer uh be a liker and uh help me out to spread the word so more people can benefit from the material that we are putting out so appreciate you god bless you and have the most amazing day